Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear page by page. This is page 361. Lamp. I have this. A sympathy lamp of my own design. It has a focused beam and a graded switch. Devi picked it up off the desk, nodding to herself. I remember this, she said. Before, you said you couldn't give it up because of a promise you'd made to Kilvin. Has that changed? I gave a bright smile that was two-thirds lie. That promise is actually what makes that lamp the perfect piece of collateral, I said. If you take this lamp to Kilvin, I have every confidence he will pay a lavish sum just to get it out of... I cleared my throat. Unsavory hands. Debbie flicked the switch idly with her thumb, spinning it from dim to bright and back again. And I imagine this would be a stipulation you require? That I return it to Kilvin? You know me so well, I said. It's almost embarrassing. Devi set the lamp back on the table next to my book and took a slow breath through her nose. A book that's only valuable to you, she said, and a lamp that's only valuable to Kilvin. She shook her head. That is not an appealing offer. I felt a pang as I reached to my shoulder and unclasped my talent pipes and slid them onto the table as well. Those are silver, I said, and hard to come by. They'll get you into the Aeolian free, too. I know what they are, Devi picked them up and looked them over with a sharp eye. Then she pointed. You had a ring, I froze. That's not mine to give. Devi laughed. It's in your pocket, isn't it? She snapped her fingers. Come now, let me see it. I brought it out of my pocket, but I didn't hand it over. I went through a lot of trouble for this, I said. It's the ring Ambrose took from a friend of mine. I'm just waiting to return it to her. Devi sat silently, her hand outstretched. After a moment, I put the ring onto her palm. She held it close to the lamp and leaned forward, squinting. One eye closed on her pixie face. That's a nice stone, she said appreciatively. The setting's new, I said miserably. Devi set the ring carefully on top of the book next to my pipes and hand lamp. Here's the deal, she said. I will keep these items as collateral against your current debt of nine talents. This will last for the space of yet one year. A year and a day, I said. A smile curved the corner of her mouth. How storybook of you. Very well. This will postpone your repayment for a year and a day. If you have not repaid me by the end of that time, these items will be forfeit and your debt will end the page. I'm Nick. I'm Jordana. I'm Jeremy. Now, he's not just offering up the handful. Like, I think he... All, bleh, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. All Obviously, all these objects have some value and some sentimental uh, importance to Quoth. The hand lamp is interesting because he's not only selling... Like, Debbie wouldn't only be selling it back to Kilvin to get it off the street. It would be Kilvin realizing and perhaps uh, fatally being disappointed in Quoth because Kilvin has, you know, made it very, very clear that he doesn't approve of Quoth running around with this thing and he explicitly didn't want it to fall into Debbie's hands. So there's more on the hook here than just Quoth losing this stuff. But he doesn't actually tell Debbie that. 
No, he doesn't. But like, we know that. And I think there's like more, it's more than just like, he's, he's trying to talk up the value to her so that he can, you know, pitch her and and to getting her money's worth, but there's more on the line for him. I also, doesn't Devi have a vial of close blood? Yes, Nick, tell us more. And isn't that vial of blood sealed with wax? Yes, Nick, tell us more. And impressed into the top of that wax, isn't there the sign of the silver Aeolian pin? The talent pipes? Isn't that what Kvothe used to seal the, the stopper shut? Yes, Nick, tell us more. So couldn't Devi open the bottle, get at the blood, and then reseal it without Kvothe ever knowing? For a year and a day? That is a good point. But I also think that Devi doesn't want to sell Quoth's blood. She wants something that if she really does have to sell it, that she actually feels okay selling. I don't think Devi actually feels okay about selling people's blood when she needs to. She might want something badly enough to do that, though. But she doesn't need to sell the blood. She can make a momet, and she can have a momet stored away forever, basically. And Quoth will never know. Do you think that Devi, like, after having Quoth break her trust once, do you think Devi would maybe want a little bit of insurance? The point is, it is very stupid for Quoth not to have thought of that. Given that his whole reason for sealing the thing with his talent pipes is like, no one else has talent pipes who would come to Devi. So this is definitely like a, like a thing he's thought of front of mind. Do you think this is something that Rothfuss missed or are we meant to realize that this is something that Quoth has missed and that he's dumb and we should note that? I don't think we're meant to think about it at all. Yeah, I think that it's supposed to be like, maybe it also could just be like an oversight, but it could also be a rug pull in book three when Devi betrays Quoth and pulls out a momet and says, you fool, you gave me your blood and I was able to reseal it without you knowing I knew that you'd betray me again, so I made I took out some insurance and I made this moment of you. Now dance, meat puppet. Now dance, meat puppet. Or someone <laughs> has offered me the one thing I want more than your friendship in exchange for your life. And I'm sorry, Quoth, but I have to do this to you with the moment that I made from your blood. Please forgive me. If so, because obviously I don't want to assume too much. For once, I'm not going to get too crackpotted and say, you know, we don't, we know nothing yet. But this is like one of the many moves in the chess game that ends up with Devi in a position to annihilate Quoth. Potench. Should it end up that Reasonable. way? Potench. Yes. Now, I getting back to the, the lamp and Kilvin for a minute. Like if I was Quoth and I'm trying to get Devi to accept my stuff as collateral, I would tell her... If Kilvin finds out that I gave this thing to you, I'm finished at the university, right? That's how you know I'm going to come back and pay you. Well, if he's done with the university, you know, like she she doesn't know necessarily that he needs to come back to the university. He could just find a better opportunity and never return. So she has to find a way to recoup her investment. It needs to be, needs to have some monetary value. Well, the monetary value is that Kilvin will buy it back. I think Foth is just gambling that the money is more interesting to her than the idea that his reputation will be destroyed in Kilvin's eyes. Yeah. But the point of collateral is the point of collateral is it's worth enough to you that you won't welch on your debt. I no, I think the point of collateral is if I do fail to return or if I do decide that it's not worth it, you can make some money. That's what pawn shops do. That's how pawn shops work. 
You have to give them something that's worth more than the money they give you for it. I thought the point of a pawn shop was to sell stuff to the pawn shop. The point of a pawn shop, a pawn shop will like take your stuff and then you can buy it back. But if you fail to return in, I don't know, whatever the term, the, the terms of the, the deal is, they will then sell it. My understanding was that they, they your stuff goes on sale right away. And if you're lucky, you come back and buy it before someone else does. Maybe it depends on the pawn shop. But my understanding is that you have the right, like you, there's a term where you can return to get it before it goes on general sale. But what do I know? I have, I am fortunate enough that I've never had to use a pawn shop. There's also no guarantee that the pawn shops in this world would work the same way. Mm. Well, on a different note, when he hands over the ring, like that's the one thing that he actually can't afford to lose, right? Because its value is sentimental. And ironically, it's not the sentimental value of, of it that Devi cares about. It's the fact that it's the only thing he has that's actually worth anything as collateral, like money-wise. Mm-hmm. Like, I think she can tell that it makes him deeply uncomfortable to hand this thing over to her. And then she twists the knife a little bit. That's a nice stone. Why is he miserable when he says the setting is new? Why is that a miserable Cause thing? Because he, he paid for it. Oh, I thought Ambrose paid for it and he just picked it up. No, that explicitly didn't happen. When he picked it up, he's like, I suppose, did I, like, he's like, it was too much to expect that Ambrose had paid the guy up front, so I had to pay him. Right, right, yes. But also, I I also think he's miserable because he knows that Debbie has him over a barrel. Like, this is the one thing that he actually really doesn't want to part with besides his loot. And I also think he's miserable because it's two awful Swifties back to back. That's a nice stone, she said appreciatively. The setting's new, I said miserably. Awful, just dross. I don't know, I think that might be on purpose. Miserably and appreciatively are both important. Miserably is important, appreciatively is not. Appreciatively goes to author jail. No, appreciatively, the point of appreciatively is to tell us that she's twisting the knife. If she just said, that's a nice stone, then she might actually be saying, that's a nice stone, not, look at this valuable thing I have over you. Spongebob meme. What? (laughs) Spongebob, his text, his text (laughs) alternating caps and lowercase. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Okay. So I don't know what that means, but I have things on this. I think that the, I don't know if cadence is the right word. The rhythm of the reading is better with both Swifties. That's a nice stone. She said appreciatively. The settings new. I said miserably feels like there should be both of them. Well, you see these two lines are like poetry, you know, they, they, they rhyme. Surrounded by small minds. (laughs) ouch yeah man Priya's right there in the room with you Jesus rude I mean that's not why I was offended but okay (laughs) I mean we're not surrounding him Jordana we're like several kilometers away each of us so we're not surrounding Mm -hmm. him I see I see All right, I think that's it for notes I guess so I think so too and I just I just don't feel like doing letters I just don't want to do letters right now whatever that's fine. No What's letters. Like, yeah. So listeners, if you want to write a letter and then have us go, eh, I don't feel like reading them. You should send us one. Go to pagewind.gmail.com <laughs> and send us a letter. And if you're lucky, we'll read them tomorrow on another page. Of the 
Wait.